Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast talking about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week, we're back to Disneyland Paris to talk about the Newport Bay Club Hotel, a four-star on-site Disney hotel just a short walk from the parks. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. And before we start this week's podcast, we just want to say thank you very much to everyone who's taken the time to download and subscribe to us. It really means the world to us that people are listening to our podcast. We've been very lucky to be nominated within the top 100 Disney podcasts in the world and the top 25 theme park podcasts around the world as well. So thank you very, very much to everyone who's downloaded, listened and subscribed to us. Yeah, we were delighted that we've been named number 32 in the top 100 Disney podcasts. Given we've only been going a few weeks, we're really, really pleased about. Yeah, and there's some really, really big names that are on there. There's ones that we both listen to who have been doing this for years and years and years. So to be mentioned within the same sort of breath as them is really taking us aback. And if this is your first time listening, please do go back and listen to our other episodes and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future shows. And if you like what we're doing, it'd be great if you could leave us a review or a comment. And this really helps us get discovered by other people. If you have any comments or reviews or any suggestions for future shows, please get in touch with us. All of our contact details are in the show notes, or you can go to fairytaleholidays.co.uk and let us know what you'd like to hear on the next podcast. So on with today's show. This week, we're back to talking about Disneyland Paris. As we're recording the show, the parks and hotels are unfortunately still closed, but due to reopen on the 2nd of April. So fingers crossed, it's safe to be able to open everything up again then. Yeah, fingers crossed. I know Disney are working really, really hard to make sure everything's in place, ready for the opening. It's more down to whether the government will let them, but we're hoping as things are sort of starting to turn the corner here in France, that they'll be ready and open for the 2nd of April. And you managed to get back on Disney property last week, didn't you, Martin? Yeah, I mean, because I only live five minutes away from the park and they reopened World of Disney, which is the big store at the front of Disney Village. So it was open only for a few hours, sort of 12 till 5, because we've got a curfew at 6 o'clock. So we all need to be locked up at home by 6 o'clock. So it gives you an hour after the store closes to get home. So I went the other day on the first day it opened and it was just great to be within that sort of Disney bubble again. And I picked up a few sort of cool pieces and stuff for myself and some stuff on my niece as well. So really nice to be back on Disney property. And was it busy? Were there lots of people there? Yeah, it's very, very busy. As you'd expect, Disney manages the queues really, really well. So everyone was socially distanced within the queue. There was hand gel and sanitizer everywhere. Everyone was wearing masks. So it was all completely safe. You were queuing outside as well. It drizzled for about two minutes, which is fine to put my hood up. It was January. It is to be expected in France, in the Parisian region, for rain in January. So I wasn't sort of particularly surprised. But yes, it was all very well organized, uh, as you'd expect. So when the parks do reopen, hopefully in April, only two of the on-site Disney hotels will be available to stay in. So we're going to have Disney's new Port Bay Club, which we're going to be talking about today, and then also the Santa Fe. And then the other hotels are scheduled to open in phases. At the moment, we don't have a reopening date for the Disneyland Hotel or Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. And I know so many people are waiting for that one, aren't they? I think me and you are 
Definitely. Yeah, for Hotel New York, I go past it quite regularly to get up to Disney and to get up to the train station. And he is coming along leaps and bounds. The outdoor lighting, the red strips down the outside of the building have been on. They've been tested. And every time I go past, I can see, well, there's some lights on inside. And from the road, you can kind of see that they've put in sort of the decoration effing into the room. So it can't be too far away. Uh, but obviously, Disney wants to make sure it's perfect. And 100% lives up to the dreams and expectations before opening it up to the public. Yeah, we've had so many inquiries about that hotel that we've actually started a wait list now. So if you are interested in staying at Hotel New York, then please get in touch and we can add you onto our mailing list so that you'll be one of the first to know when it's available to book. Yeah, that list is growing and growing every single day and the link's in the show notes. So people who are booked to stay at the hotels that won't be open for their stay are mainly being offered a move to Newport Bay, which is great because for lots of people, that's a really nice upgrade, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people who were staying at sort of Cheyenne or Sequoia Lodge or at the ranch are going to be upgraded to this hotel, which is really, really great four-star hotel. It's pretty close to the park, sort of 10-minute walk, really nice indoor pool. We're going to cover all this kind of stuff more into the podcast. But yes, for the majority of people, it's going to be a fantastic upgrade. So given lots of people might end up staying at this hotel rather than one they'd originally booked, we thought it'd be helpful to give you an overview and what to expect. Just to say, of course, with the COVID situation and the possible need to social distance, some of the things we're talking about could be subject to change. But all of the information that we're going to give you is based on how things operated previously and our personal experiences. So, Amanda, you stayed at this hotel it seems like a long time ago now, doesn't it? It was back in January 2020, before the world changed. Tell us a little bit about your stay. Yeah, so it's just over 12 months ago, I popped over on a little work trip. We were meeting to plan all the fantastic trips we had for people coming to visit in 2020. Unfortunately, quite a lot of those had to be cancelled. But yeah, that was my last Disney trip before everything locked down. But yeah, lovely hotel. I really enjoyed my stay there. Yeah, if we start talking about the location, because it is really nice and close to the parks isn't it yeah it's sort of 10 minute walk 15 minutes if you're a bit slower or you've got sort of little little kids who sort of toddle along it's based around lake disney which is great because you've got those really nice views it's a nice place to walk when you're walking off to the theme park as well so if you stayed at a hotel new york or you stayed at sequoia lodge it's on the same lake as that yeah, so you can look from Newport Bay right opposite. You've got Hotel New York and just next door you've got Sequoia Lodge, haven't you? That's right, yeah. So it's kind of at the south side of the river and then right next to Lake Disney is Disney Village. So you walk straight into there. The security there is much quicker than doing the security at the main gate. So I'd always advise people, even though there is a free shuttle bus, it's better to walk. It's only a 10, 15-minute walk. Warms your legs up, ready to get walk around the theme parks, and you cut out quite a bit of time at the security getting through the main gate as opposed to doing it through Disney Village. Yes, yeah, so it's only probably about five minutes to the security at the entrance to Disney Village. And then that is quite a nice walk because you've got the shop windows to browse in if you're going in the morning. So the shops aren't open very first thing, but you know, it's quite a nice walk through there. And coming back if you do want to do some shopping in Disney Village pick those things up and then you're pretty much back at the hotel. Yeah, and if you haven't booked anything for dinner, a lot of people will go and have a little nose at the menus that are on display. So you might go and have a look at Steakhouse or Cafe Mickey or Annette's and think, well, actually, yeah, let's go and eat here tonight. It is a really large hotel. It's got two separate wings and over a thousand rooms. 
Yeah, just over a thousand rooms. When it opened, it was actually one of the largest hotels in all of Europe. So it is the largest hotel on Disney property, which makes it the most obvious one to open because you've got all that extra space and capacity to move everyone from those other hotels. So it's a nautical themed hotel. And if you stayed at the Beach Club over in Walt Disney World, it's very similar. And so I believe you stayed at Beach Club before. Is that right? I have, yeah. And from the outside, they do look similar. They've got that kind of New England feel. Inside, I think they're a bit different. I would say the Beach Club is a more luxurious hotel than the Newport Bay. Newport is classed as a four-star, but it's like a Disney four-star, if you know what I mean. It's nice. It's a really lovely hotel, but you are paying more for the location than you are necessarily for how luxurious certainly the rooms are. Yeah, I'd say the rooms are actually quite small. They're not that much bigger than staying in, say, Cheyenne or Sequoia Lodge. So don't go in expecting sort of huge rooms. The rooms are, I don't want to say tiny or small, but they are sort of standard hotel size rooms. Yeah, I mean, I found my room quite spacious. The room I had would have been for two people, so it had a large double bed. Most of them have the two double beds in them, don't they? So we'll sleep a family of four. Yeah, so with the extra bed, it does take up quite a lot of space, which means that it's not sort of somewhere where the kids are going to sort of be able to run around. The hotels are somewhere to just go back, chill out, relax, fall asleep. I must have been the room furthest away from the lobby. They've got these two separate wings and they've got very, very long corridors, didn't they? So obviously it depends where your room's allocated. But I mean, if you're really keen to be near the lift, then make sure you you note that on your reservation because you could have having a little walk even before you get out of the hotel. Yeah, you can walk for miles and miles and miles. I can't remember. Someone did actually tell me once how long, if you walk the entire length of the corridors, how long you'd actually walk for. And it was quite surprising. I can't remember what what it is top of my head it is a massive hotel so if you are put further down the wings then yeah you're gonna have a bit of a walk which means that if you're gonna go down for breakfast be ready to go to the park don't then go back to your room yeah i would definitely say that you're gonna spend quite a lot of time getting back to your room i mean they're fine they're perfectly okay for a short stay there aren't any tea and coffee making facilities in your room which people from the uk might expect and there isn't a fridge in the standard rooms either yeah, it's quite a European thing not to have tea and coffee in the room. I think it's really only us Brits that like to have a kettle in the room. So you can go down to reception and ask for one. Or when you go and check in, just ask for one if you really want to have one. If not, you've also got some free drinks on your Magic Pass included. So did you take advantage of that, Amanda? Do you know what? I didn't, but I know that you can do them so that, yeah, you get, what is it, four free drinks loaded on your Magic Pass and you can go to the drinks machine and get a coffee or a hot chocolate or something. Yeah, which is really good considering how much you'd pay for a coffee or a hot chocolate in the park to have all of those loaded on. It's really good. So it means that sometimes what people do is they might sort of go and grab one on their way walking to the park. Because, of course, if you were making one to drink in your room, but you wanted to walk off to the park and it's a bit cold outside, you can do that with the drinks. You can walk, leave your room, go to the machine, pick up your coffee or your hot chocolate, Wander off to the park, keep your hands nice and warm in the sort of cold winter months, and then you're at the park all warmed up. 
And there's a TV in your room, a few English channels, not too many. Um, so the Disney Channel, there's news, but not a huge choice. But, you know, you're not going, as we said before, to stay in your room. But if when you get back in the evening, you want a little bit of TV time, there are some English channels. And of course, you've also got the top 10 as well to watch. Oh, yeah, of course. Everyone seems to watch, even though you will just be in the park and you've probably done all the attractions that are listed on there. It's a really quite great and addictive watch, isn't it? I always have to watch that. It is quite nice when you've just arrived to stick it on before you go in the parks, get yourself excited for everything that you've got to come. Yeah, a lot of people, if they arrive quite late and it's sort of in the winter with the parts closed at eight o'clock, if you're flying from sort of Belfast or some other regional airport, you might not land until a bit later in the evening, which means you're not going to get to the hotel till quite late. Parks are closed. So this is your first sort of sprinkle of Disney magic that you're going to be able to get is watching those top 10 attractions and things to do in the parks and get you sort of wet your appetite ready for the next day. Yeah, getting the Disney mood. So we talked about Newport Bay is based on the lake. And of course, you can upgrade your room to a lake view. And it's it's a really lovely view across the lake. And I would definitely look how much it is to upgrade. It's like a nice to have, isn't it, rather than you've got to. And if you're going to spend all your time in the parks, then no point paying for that extra view. But yeah, it is a nice little extra. Yeah, I think it's better in the summer. In the winter, not so much. If there are events going on on Lake Disney, so for example, when the frozen fireworks were on last January and they also do fireworks for bonfire night as well, then I would definitely pay the extra to upgrade and get a Lakeview room because why go and stand out in the freezing cold and go and watch this event on the lake when actually you can just sit in your room and watch it from there. Go and get your free hot chocolate from the machine and go and sit in your room and watch it from there. Yeah. Yeah, fireworks in January or November definitely sound better if you're sat in your room watching them rather than uh, standing out by the lake. Definitely. It can be a bit chilly over here, especially when the sun goes down in sort of January, February kind of time. So, yeah, any way of being able to watch the entertainment from a warmer place is definitely welcome. And you can also upgrade to the Compass Club rooms. So these are the club level rooms at the hotel. Give you access to the club lounge where you can get continental breakfast, hot and cold, soft drinks, snacks during the day. They do have sort of appetizers in the lounge in the evening too, but if you've done club level at Disney Hotel in Orlando, you might be a little bit disappointed. Yeah, it's different. It's sort of aimed at European taste. I think a lot of people, when they go to Walt Disney World, and I'm with one of the hotel chains, I have a high enough level that if I stay at one that's got a lounge, I'm allowed to go into the lounge. So there are times when I've just been in ones in America in the in, in the UK where I've just picked at all the little appetizers and made a meal out of it and that's been my dinner for the night and then you also got sort of beer and wine now over here is sort of more aimed at european taste so it's more of an afternoon sort of tea so it's little cakes and more sweet things as opposed to sort of being able to make an entire meal out of it it's not meant to replace a meal it's meant to be like a little snack Yeah, and alcoholic drinks aren't included. There is a bar in the lounge, so you can order drinks if you want them, but then you do have to pay for those as you would do at the bar in the hotel. Yeah, it's quite a nice place to sit in there because then you've got your snacks, which are free. The kids' drinks, because you're going to be having soft drinks, they're all there and free. So you're just paying if you want to have a beer or a wine or a cocktail. You're just paying for those. So, you know, it's a nice way of doing that. It is a great place to go and relax and chill out after you've been in the park. Yeah, and the fact that you get your breakfast included, I think, you know, because... The rooms don't come with breakfast included unless there is a particular offer on at the time. 
It can sometimes be a cheaper or not that much more expensive to upgrade to the Compass Club where you've got your breakfast already included. So definitely worth looking at that. Definitely. I mean, a breakfast at Newport Bay Club for an adult is, I think the top of it, it's 28 euros if you pay on the day, which is quite a lot of money for a breakfast. So if you work it out over the time that you're there, actually, yeah, it might be just as cheap to upgrade to Compass Club. Now, there are not particularly huge amount of Compass Club rooms. And we know we've got people who are trying to, or we're trying to book for, for Christmas and December for 2021. And these rooms are already sold out. Yeah, they are the first ones to go, aren't they? The Compass Club rooms. And one of the reasons for that as well is they've got the family Compass Club rooms and they are the ones that are particularly popular, aren't they? Because they sleep up to six people. Yeah. And there's only a few rooms on site at Disney, apart from the ranch, which can sleep that amount of people. They are extremely popular to go for. And it is usually sort of cheaper to do a Compass Club room for six people than it is to do, for example, two rooms at Sequoia Lodge. Yeah, no, I've had people stay there and they are really nice rooms if you can grab them. So they have two double beds and then you have two single sofa beds. So that's good if you want to kind of split the kids up as well, rather than having the double or you know the queen size sofa beds. Yeah, you don't have to have six people to sleep in that one. You could be just sort of like a family of four and just want to have that extra bit of space, really, and don't mind paying the extra to have the space and so the kids don't have to sleep in the same bed. If the kids are a bit older, they're teenagers, they probably don't want to be sharing a bed with one of their brothers or sisters. And then there are family rooms that are not Compass Club as well that sleep up to five people, two double beds and a sofa bed. And again, like you said, there just aren't that many places on site at Disney that sleep families larger than four. So if you have got a larger family, then definitely look at Newport Bay. Yeah. And again, these hotel rooms will sell out really, really quickly because there is you know, only a handful of them. You know, when Disney first opened, the average family was two adults and two kids. And now it's probably slightly more. And so those families are five. I'm from a family of five. Most of the time, my dad didn't come with us because <laughs> he wasn't particularly fussed about going to Disney. And we've got clients as well who do exactly the same thing. They leave dad at home and they take the kids. They just don't want to take sort of two rooms. So you can book these rooms, but if you do want to book them, make sure you book them really, really early. I mean, they do have some amazing suites. If you really want to go all out, we've got the huge presidential suite, sleep six people, amazing, amazing room. But yeah, you're really going to have to push the budget for that one. Yeah, I had a client who turned up and they managed to get a free upgrade uh, to the presidential suite. Oh, very nice. Absolutely chuffed. They spent a lot more time in the room than they were expecting to do. And they sent me photos of it saying, oh, thank you for speaking to them. Yeah, <laughs> it looks really, really nice. Problem is, it spoils you for next time, doesn't it, when you stay in those really lovely rooms? Yeah, uh, next time they then went and stayed in the stage in a, in a regular superior room. So, yeah, the kids were going, oh, how come we stayed in a really nice room this time? Why are yeah, we yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I like about Newport Bay is you've got the indoor and the outdoor pool. Obviously, the outdoor pool's not open all year round, but really nice pool area and lovely in the summer in that outdoor pool. It's really nice. I've been to the outdoor pool quite a few times. There's tons of space for sunbathing as well. So some people, you know, they don't want to spend that as much time in the park as, say, me and you, Amanda. If they've come along as part of a family group and the kids want to go off and go on to sort of space mountain and you're thinking, ah, I just want to go and chill and relax by the pool, maybe top up my tan. Obviously, you don't go on the trip to Paris to go on top of your town, but you could do in the summer, relax and chill out, get yourself ready for going in the park later. Yeah, the park's up to 11 o'clock. 
Maybe you need that little bit of a break in the afternoon to go and chill out by the outdoor pool. And of course, open all year round is the indoor pool as well, which is fantastic. It's a really big indoor pool as well. And not all of the Disney hotels have pools. So if you particularly want to be able to swim, then make sure you check. Yeah, so if you're staying at Santa Fe or Cheyenne, these don't have swimming pools. In my mind, I think it's worth paying a little bit extra to go and stay at this hotel if you want to then have the swimming pool side of things so you can go back either in the afternoon or after the park's closed and go and chill out and relax. And there's also a gym and a fitness room if that's the sort of thing you like to do when you're on holiday. If that floats your boat, then yes, absolutely fine. You can go and use the gym and the fitness. I know my husband, I can never understand, go and walk around the parks the whole day and then as soon as we get back, he goes to the gym. A lot of people go for a run around Lake Disney. Yeah, no, that is a nice place to go for, particularly an early morning run. I would imagine that would be a lovely place to go for a run, again, if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You do see quite a lot of people doing it, going for a run. There's lots of roads around with pavements around sort of Disney properties. You can run out around. I live sort of, it's a five minute bus ride, but it's about. 30 minute walk from where I live up to the parks and so in the summer I do walk up and you do see people jogging who are staying at the hotel especially quite early in the morning. Okay so it's something a bit more up my street now and let's talk about the bars and the restaurants at the hotel <laughs> rather than the, the gym. Just off reception we've got the captain's quarters bar so traditional style big leather chairs all the sort of nautical theming in there. Yeah, really nice cocktails in there as well. And great views you overlooking Lake Disney. So that's a really nice place to chill out and relax. And again, if there are fireworks over there, get in there nice and early because everyone's going to be sat right at the window. <laughs> We're trying to get those few sort of prime seats. We sat next to the window, didn't we, when we went and had a drink? Yeah, it's a lovely view. I have to say, though, I prefer nipping next door to Sequoia Lodge. I really like the bar area in there. But that's the thing, isn't it? You can go from one hotel to the other and use the facilities at each of the hotels. Not the pools, but any of the other facilities you can go and use. The Sequoia Lodge bar is my favourite bar as well. Sort of rustic national forest kind of bar, roaring open fire. So do go and take the time. It's a couple of minute walk from the hotel. Just go over there you want to sort of try something different because you might go to sort of captain quarters one night and then you might go over to sequoia lodge for another drink another night and two restaurants in the hotel i think it's worth saying that both restaurants serve quite a lot of seafood to go along with that nautical theme and there are other things to choose from but yeah there's quite a bit of that seafood so check the menu before you go to make sure that you're okay with it yeah i mean i don't eat seafood and i've always found stuff to eat so there is more seafood on there than there are at equivalent kind of restaurants but there are things for all sort of palates as well so there is sort of vegetarian vegan food and there are other dishes as well so if you're like me you don't eat seafood you will be able to eat stuff but yeah check the menus before you kind of book into it so the first one is cape cod which is a buffet style restaurant the great thing about buffets is the kids can eat from any menu and so can the adults i'm not afraid to admit that the chicken strips that they have for the kids are really delicious you know i might go up and go and get lots of other things from there but i always make sure that i sly a few chicken strips onto <laughs> my plate to go with all the other sort of more adult kind of things like the, the carved meat and that kind of stuff and the dolphin white potatoes so yeah it's a really good buffet it's quite an international mix but yes you said there is sort of a bit of a more of an emphasis on seafood there as well that's the beauty of a buffet isn't it you have all these weird and wonderful combinations of food that you'd never order together necessarily I wouldn't put most of the stuff that uh, I have on a plate. We wouldn't go and order it. If you were sat in a restaurant and you go, right, I'm going to have some of this, some of this, and then a really random side order of this. Yeah, no, you wouldn't necessarily order those all together. But at a buffet, it's allowed. You're allowed to mix and match and have just this plate of 
stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit of a mix, yeah. And then right next door, you've got uh, the Yacht Club. So that's the table service restaurant. They describe it as fine dining and I've eaten there. Really lovely restaurant. It's not super dressy. I mean, I don't think they probably want you in there in your shorts and your T-shirt, but it's certainly not jacket, collar and all that sort of thing. No, I mean, sort of California Grill is the one where you sort of expected a bit more to sort of dress up over in Disneyland Hotel. But yeah, you can go in and pretty much whatever you want in there. A really nice menu. Walk around the theme parks all day. Do you really want to be getting up and traipsing over to a buffet and queuing up with more people? I kind of quite like sitting down and let someone bring me the food. Yeah, and it was the service was really good. It's a nice, large dining room, nice atmosphere in it. And yeah, really nice menu. And breakfast is in both restaurants. They're located next to each other, sort of under reception area. So you go down and they're either sending to the left or right. It is exactly the same breakfast in both of them. I've been asked to tell you this by people who work at the restaurant because people say, no, I want to go to Cape Cod for breakfast. It's exactly the same. And it's nice. I mean, I have breakfasts there every morning that I stayed in the hotel. Loads and loads of choice, hot items, continental type stuff, cold meats, cheeses, yogurts, lots of different juices. Very well organized as well. Everything really fresh and replaced very regularly. And although, yeah, there's a lot of people staying in the hotel, it is very well organised. You don't have to wait too long for anything. No, it's usually reasonably quick to get a table in there, even sort of in peak season. Because Disney aren't giving breakfast years and years and years ago, everyone got breakfast included as part of the package. Now you don't, which means that less people now have breakfast, which means it's now quicker to get a table. So as we said before, the restaurants are on the floor below the main reception. And from there, that's where you access the walkway to the parks if you're going to walk over. So like we said before, take all your stuff ready to go to the parks for the day rather than going back up to your room because it could be quite a long way that you're going back up and down. Yeah, if you're in one sort of the furthest point away in one of the wings, then you could be <laughs> sort of a five, ten minute walk trapped back to the room. Just take everything down, whatever you're going to be taking to the park with you. Just be ready. You're going to go and have your breakfast and then off you pop to the park. Or if you're getting a shuttle bus, that's going to be on the reception level just outside the main doors to the hotel. Yeah, so just go upstairs, one flight stairs or one lift, and then you're there at the reception level, walk outside and just jump on the bus. Buses take about five minutes or so to get to the park and they run every 12 minutes. And the other thing, if you don't fancy going for breakfast in the dining room, as I should have mentioned this before in the restaurant, then of course you can order a nice bit of room service because you're on holiday, aren't you? So have a treat. Yeah, and there's not many other times that, you know, someone's going to bring you breakfast whilst you're still in your PJs and you can sort of just chill out and relax in your room. And obviously, when you're having a buffet, I think most people tend to put more on their plate than actually they need or want. Whereas obviously someone bringing something up to you, they're going to give you a portion of hash browns, a portion of eggs or something like that. So if you're a big eater and you need to have a massive breakfast and probably go down for it, if you want to have something a bit nicer, then yeah, have room service. Yeah, I always like a bit of room service when I'm on holiday. Back in the reception area, there are characters available to meet every morning, aren't there? Yeah, so you can meet the characters. Now, this going forward is going to be exclusively just for people staying in that hotel. So Disney are going to manage it. Either you have to show your magic pass or make a reservation to be able to go there. But it is just for people staying in that hotel now. So what I think what they were getting was people staying in some of the off-site hotels, knowing that the Disney hotels had characters 
and they would go in first thing in the morning before the park opened and then go and meet the characters because it is a much quicker way of meeting Mickey and some of the more classic characters than queuing up within the parks, isn't it? It's always going to be quicker at the hotel. I mean, the line looked quite long some days, but yeah, it's always going to be quicker than meeting them in the parks. And they have a sign up telling you who's going to be there or if you want to know in advance, just ask at reception. They'll be able to give you more information. It's a nice way to start your day as well. It's not many other places in the world, apart from another Disney park, that you can go, go and meet, meet a Disney character before heading down for breakfast. Yeah, no, it is. It's a fun thing to do. And then also just off reception, you have the gift shop, the Bay Boutique. Yeah, a really nice shop. It was refurbished when the whole of the hotel was refurbished back in 2016. So they moved it across. It's bigger now than it used to be, brighter and atmosphere as well. So you can pick up your last sort of minute bits of shopping that you need to do. They also sell things like if you just want to pop down and go and get a drink for the room, you can go and do that. They'll sell wine as well. So if you do fancy a bottle of wine, take up to your room, you can do that as well. It's kind of quite nice. And if you've got babies, and we've had this quite a few times, is somehow people with babies have forgotten to bring nappies with them. I don't know how you do this. Mandy, did you ever do this when you had kids? You forgot to bring nappies when you went on holiday somewhere? No, but I, we did go on one holiday where I forgot to pack any pyjamas for my daughter. And never, yeah, that was many years ago. And I still haven't heard the end of that one. Okay, well, so that you can buy things like nappies and all those kind of like essential things as well. So if you do forget something, you can pick it up, you know, a shaving kit and things like that and deodorant. So what you can also do is you can use the shopping service. So if you buy anything in the parks before three o'clock, it then gets shipped back to the hotel and you can then pick it up in the evening so it saves you carrying those things around especially if it's something a bit fragile i'd probably always just do the shopping service because you don't want to buy something quite fragile and then take it on big thunder mountain or something so who would we recommend this hotel for so for me it's larger families definitely this is a hotel to look for because you've got those rooms that are going to sleep five and six people yeah, I think any families or couples, it's a great hotel for. I mean, it's a really nice hotel, but you are paying that premium for being a bit closer to the parks, having things like the pool, slightly nicer decor. Yeah, definitely. I think having the swimming pools definitely is sort of a plus point. So if you are going, especially if you're going during the summer, it can get up to you know, last summer, we got up to, I think, 38, 39 degrees which is really warm. It's out of Orlando kind of weather, isn't it? Um, mm. Which you don't necessarily expect in Paris. So if you're in the park for 12 hours in a day, maybe longer, actually you might want to just pop back to the hotel, have a dip in the pool and just chill out and relax before heading back. And even in the winter, once the park sort of closes a bit earlier, it's a nice place to just go and chill out and relax after you've done your walking around the park. And it keeps the kids amused as well because the rooms aren't particularly big. If your kids kind of like get easily bored, and they might be uh, argue with each other when they're a bit bored, then having the swimming pool is great because it sort of distracts them a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I think having something to do when the parks close that little bit earlier, being able to go down to the pool is a nice extra. So what are our top tips for staying at Disney's Newport Bay Club? Well, as we said, if you want one of those family rooms, book it as early as you possibly can. They get booked up ever so quickly, and especially those Compass Club family rooms that sleep six people, book them straight away. My advice is to walk to the parks if possible. It's usually about the same time or a bit quicker than taking the shuttle bus. Plus, you go through security at Disney Village, which is much quicker than going through security at the main gate. And my top tip is pop next door to the Sequoia Lodge. Enjoy their bar area and their restaurants. You can use all the facilities at the other Disney hotels, except things like the pool and the gym. And then my final tip is to meet the characters in the hotel because you're going to save lots and lots of time compared to going to meet them in the parks. 
That's all for this week. We really hope you enjoyed the show and found out lots more about Newport Bay Club. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. If you'd like to find out more about fairytale holidays and how we can book your next holiday, visit our website, fairytaleholidays.co.uk. You can find all the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day. Bye.